0: I want to, I want to, I want to open this week by talking about something that's maybe a little unkosher for this show.
1: Is it? Is it um, I th- I think I know what it is. Are we? Are we? Are we? Um, are we openly endorsing a product for the first time?
0: No, not yet. Not yet. We'll we'll get there, but we're not. Oh, there okay, yet.
1: okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I know we will. So, so a few seconds ago, I was looking at our spreadsheet sure. where we put down the search the search terms that we've searched for throughout the week, so that we know what to ask each other about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was looking the... at the spreadsheet, and there was a search string that had your cursor hovering over it, where the search string had clearly been deleted out. Yeah. I want to know what that was.
1: Oh, oh no! I didn't delete anything. I added a new. I added a new row. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's less exciting.
1: Yeah. No, sorry. I have done that before, but not one you've noticed. Okay.
0: There is a low frequency hum coming from your end that keeps getting gated out anytime that you aren't speaking.
1: Oh, when I'm not. Sp- hmm. That's interesting.
0: I can probably save it in the edit, but it's. I, I figure you should know that it's there.
1: Okay. Um... Hmm. It's I... just a low-frequency hum. Does it sound like a computer fan? Does it sound like it's uh, diegetic, or do you think it's some, from something in my signal chain?
0: I don't know. I think it's signal chain.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's annoying, because the only thing in the signal chain is going right from the mic through a USB-C cable, into the back of my Mac Mini. Maybe my Mac Mini is dying in new ways now, because it's definitely sad and tired.
0: You were you were talking about wanting to upgrade to the Mac Studio.
1: Yeah, I think this month, or this upcoming month, by which I mean December, or sometime in January, I'm going to pull the trigger there.
0: Yeah, that was what you said last time we recorded, too. So I know. You're, but, still, on, you're that, still on pace.
1: Yeah, yeah. The entire month of November happened since the last time we recorded, I think.
0: Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's been a weird month, and admittedly, this didn't really impact our recording schedule, but I did have my main hard drive fail, and I lost everything. This is Idle Curiosities, a search-driven podcast by Lismal Holland and me, Noelle Midnight. Each week, we take a look at what we've been searching the internet for and discuss film-watching etiquette, automating your home with YAML, and the horror of realizing your hard drive machine broke. Music This Week by Yael Jacobs, Emma Celeste, and myself.
1: Yeah, so you actually had it worse than I did, because I only lost um, the uh, hard drives that comprise my media library.
0: Yeah, no, this this was 12 terabytes of everything that I've ever done on the computer for about 10 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Backups, uh, and this everyone. Is where, Backups. This, is, this, this is where, where
0: we-, we talk about, uh, not our sponsor, Backblaze. Yeah, um, we pay that back up your us. shit with Backblaze. It's it's like ten dollars a month, maybe less. I thought it was and fine. And it is it's a set and forget backup solution. So what happens is you install an app, you tell it which directories to back up,
1: and, the and default then you
0: is everything. never you never think about it again. I had Backblaze going on this hard drive for everything except for we'll say everything except for. Certain media files that were really never mine to begin with. Sure. Uh, Everything else I had backed up. Right. And uh, when my hard drive failed, I was able to save everything via Backblaze. And I just finished expanding those zip files today. All my data is back where it belongs in its perfectly neat nestled places and my downloader has been running nonstop for the past few weeks to restore all of the um, less savory files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we,
1: should, we, should, we should talk about that a little bit, because we we have, um I don't know why you're being so coy, because we have openly advocated for piracy on this show in the past.
0: That's true. I I probably don't need to be coy. I'm just worried that um that when they come for me, that's just going to be one more thing that they slap me with.
1: Oh, no, see, this is the thing. When my hard drives died... I assumed that the MPAA was finally out to get me.
0: Oh, Uh, okay.
1: You know, so let's let's knock a couple things out here just that we're going to talk about in the spreadsheet because I have thoughts about this because my hard drive failure consisted of three out of four drives in a RAID 1 array or a pair of mirrors, so two RAID 1s, which the entire point of that, of using RAID, is that, you know, RAID is not a backup, I should say, first of all. But like you know, if one hard drive for f- dies, in in the setup that I was using, I'm fine. If two hard drives yeah. die, I'm fine. If three yeah, die, because I'm ra- RAID
0: three died. RAID is a redundant system, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's basically designed to eliminate the idea of downtime. Because in order for there to be downtime, you'd have to have something silly happen, like have three hard drives die all at once.
1: That's right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, Which
0: would never happen
1: no that would never happen at all at once no it never. It would never happen on the day you were planning on putting more discs in to expand the capacity of, this, of, the, of the computer in question
0: and it would certainly never happen right before a major holiday where maybe your entertainment library is going to be needed by people
1: yeah it certainly wouldn't ever happen at the beginning of the dark and long winter where really one of the few true comforts you have is um, going to be you know Putting episodes of Thirty Rock on shuffle and trying desperately to fall asleep.
0: Liz, I just realized where the long winters got their name.
1: Oh my god, you too! I had the same conversation with Emma this week. <laughs> 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 literally, literally, Emma had the same Fantastic. realization this week. So you googled
0: TVDB Doctor Who episode numbering.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as a result of three of three out of four hard drives failing in my file server, I have to re-download all of the uh, pirated and salvaged content that, I, that made up my Plex library. And um, the thing about the, the specific annoyance I have here, and this has been true for approximately as long as Doctor Who's been running, is that the specials that happen at Christmas or that, that happen between seasons... The most metadata sources don't count them as part of the season they're nominally attached to. Rather, correct, they're just in a special category called specials. And um, trying to fit them into the Plex library where they have are tagged correctly and have the right data and all that is a massive pain in the dick. Especially when you consider that for this new era of Doctor Who, now you know Russell T Davies is back. Um, they brought back David Tennant for three episodes. He is decreed. And one of the sources that Plex uses for metadata agrees that this is a new show. We're in Doctor Who parentheses 2023 now. Other sources still believe that we're in Doctor Who parentheses 2005.
0: Sure. Now, are there any sources that argue that Doctor Who is just Doctor Who across the board?
1: No, actually, there is agreement there. There is agreement that the 2005 reboot is a separate show from Doctor Who, parentheses 1964.
0: Okay. Well, that's something, at least.
1: At least we agree there. However, um, I spent more time than I care to admit Googling for what the hell is going on here, looking at these actual databases of TV shows and all of the associated data with them, until I finally came across a Reddit comment, because of fucking course it's a Reddit comment, with someone who's having the exact same problem, and mentioned that they added these a certain string to the folder name which this string being doctor who's uh, like the number assigned in the tv in the tvdatabase.com and putting that on the folder name and now it works now it works fine well actually it started working fine but only after i added a couple more episodes in just so it had more you know, so that the you know the matching thing was like, okay, so there's this episode, and then there's other se- these other seasons which we know for sure are definitely not this other show that we think it might be, and we're good now. But it was infuriating to get that done. Right now, I'm just sort of at the point where I'm starting to re-download everything that was on my seed box. I recently took custodianship of another Plex server from a friend of a friend whose media I am now using to start repopulating my Plex server— and we're just, you know, maybe by the new year, I will be back to having everything I used to have. Unfortunately, the hard drive crash also took out my sonar and radar configurations. Oh, no. So I can't even, like, work from, I can't even, like, you know, work from having that library. I, I only have my Plex database from which I've extracted a list of everything I should have. And I'll have to add it back in, either add it back in manually so, or somehow bash up a script to... uh to shove that all to Sonar for me so we can get started, which brings me to something you Googled.
0: A quick refresher. Yeah, sorry. A quick refresher for those of you who aren't in this scene. Sonar and Radar are little software packages that allow you to search for movies and TV shows and easily download them from your specified favorite sources and have them pull into your server with clean metadata and nice file structure. It takes all of the work out of piracy. So you only sure really does. have to set things up and like figure out where you're going to download stuff from once. And then once that's set up, you never have to think about it again.
1: Set it and forget it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, And you told Sonar to redownload everything. Or at least you tried to. How'd that go? So
0: I did a, I did a search for tell Sonar to redownload everything because I lost everything. And mm-hmm. I wished I could just go into Sonar and just click, hey... None of these files exist anymore. Please reset and re download everything. And there's no way to do that. But what I could do is I could have it read, I could have it download a list for me. And so what I did was I just deleted everything out of radar. Mm -hmm. And then I told it, feed in my letterboxed. Watch list, which is all the stuff I still m- mean to watch. I still intended to watch.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: it fed right. in my letterboxed watch list. Mm-hmm. And now it's pulling all of those.
1: All right.
0: Kind of just like I'm building up my server again without everything that I love, only with stuff I haven't seen. And that's mm-hmm. fine for now. I can go back in and piecemeal together the stuff that I love. So it's a, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, it's a half fix, but it is a fix. Mm-hmm. And then in sonar, I'm just having to go through one series at a time and delete the series and then re-add the series. Yeah. Which is a pain in the goddamn ass when you mm-hmm. have uh some hundred fifty odd series in your sonar. But so far yeah. I have I have yeah. I have completed Thirty Rock, Abbott Elementary, the Addams Family, and Andor.
1: Nice. So this is the start.
0: So I'm still in the A's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The I'm in I'm in the A's for brings TV shows over for my friend's server, so I have Thirty Rock, but I also have things that were seeding still on my seed box, which means I have the British. Whose line is it anyway? That one's all mm. downloaded. Um, you know, right now it's turning through various Taskmasters, of course. Um, yeah, I need
0: to pick up Taskmaster A U B E C A Championship D K E S F I H R N O N Z P T and U S. Oh, and the original.
1: Yeah, because you because you you have. All of them.
0: I have I have Taskmaster Disease.
1: Yes. You do. It's okay.
0: Uh it's 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 wonderful. The the, the new French Canadian series uh looks really good. I can't wait to watch that. It is oh, in French. Oh yeah,
1: you told me about that right before the crash.
0: It is in French.
1: But yeah, season two
0: of that episode. randomly pulled into my server the other day and now it's gone. Right. So I'm hoping I can get that back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't, I might I think I I probably know where to find it. But um yeah, the moral of the story here is, and here's the thing, I didn't lose anything irreplaceable. Sure. But only on a technicality, because I know that there is some music that I used to have that I only got from friends sending it to me because it never got a wide release or, you know, it's just impossible to find nowadays, even on even on websites devoted to music piracy. And they still have the files. They can still send them to me if slash when I ask them. Sure. And everything, you know, that that's the only thing that's, like, going to be difficult to replace. And I still will be able to because, you know, with a little help from my friends and all that. But I didn't lose any pictures I've taken. I didn't lose any personal files. I didn't lose, um, you know, anything that really...
0: Oh, I should boot up Capture One.
1: Oh, yeah, you should. I didn't lose anything that really matters to me in a meaningful way that's irreplaceable. And that's partly because of the way I set up my file server. Those are on a different, a completely separate set of discs that are a little bit less uh, cheap and mangled together. But the most important reason that I didn't lose anything there is that anything that's really important like that, I also have backed up. So just, like, back up your shit. Back up the shit that's important. Back up the shit that's irreplaceable. We like Backblaze. Um, it's the one I'd recommend for anyone, really.
0: I'm I'm happy to say that I just launched Capture One I went to a random photo and I clicked Show and Finder and it pulled me to... Mm-hmm. my backup photos that I had just restored. So everything is actually mapped right and the photos are still there. Hallelujah.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. That's
0: what we love to see. That that was when I knew that my hard drive was fucked was when I opened up Capture One and um every single photo said error. Yeah. That that was when I yeah. went from oh, something went weird with my Plex server to oh, I'm fucked. <laughs>
1: That's when your heart sinks. Yeah.
0: And that was yeah. Thanksgiving Eve.
1: Yeah. It's it's weird that it happened to both of us at the same time. And also, someone else I know suffered a f- failure in their synology that same week. So...
0: Something weird. in the air. Something in the water.
1: Something in the fucking air. Um, yeah. I, so
0: anyway, um, I, guess, I, I, I know it's been kind of a roundabout way of saying it, but I guess the whole point I'm trying to make here is
1: I hate sauerkraut!
0: That's all I'm really trying to say.
1: oh i love sauerkraut though i
0: i i i i i got to go to karaoke the other night at a karaoke bar that lets you use youtube oh no and let me tell you i subjected them (laughs) to the entire 11 and a half minutes of albuquerque by weird al yankovic
1: you're you know i if you ever question whether or not your friends and lovers truly love you and appreciate you and care for you remember that moment remember that they that you subjected them to that and that they still love you afterwards
0: they told me that it was a wonderful engaging uh performance
1: <laughs> i'm glad I, I i i believe them too because i know yeah. you yeah but you know if if you ever have doubts just remember that
0: hey what do you do when when Sonar gives you the error for single episode file contains all episodes in season. Uh,
1: um, I think that normally means it's like a zip or a tar that it doesn't know how to unpack for some well, reason. Well,
0: what, what happens is I've got a bunch of files all named like abc.xyz.091ac1103b6ae2.mkv. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: And I've got another one that is abc.xyz.0b83530607e4aa.mkv. Oh,
1: this sounds like um, this. This sounds like um, your um, your Usenet downloader didn't rename things properly.
0: Oh, is that what's happening?
1: That sounds like it. Yeah, I assume these are newsgroup downloads.
0: They are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that should be in unpack, right?
1: It should be. It should it should get renamed when when it gets unpacked. You might be able okay. to run the unpack process again.
0: Oh, I wonder how that
1: would work. Are you are you using NZBGet or are you using SAB? NZBGet. Yeah. Um yeah, you should be able to run the rename process again. Actually, it's, it's it'll, it'll be a little drop down from the fucking menu dingus.
0: Okay. Um let's see. 30rock post process again. It just quickly gave me a success. Hmm, which I doubt did anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have to figure that out.
1: You might have to. I hope you don't have to rename a bunch of things manually, but you might have to.
0: Normally, what I do is I just delete that download and I restart it. Yeah, um, that's not from too. a different source.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because this generally only happens when I have season packs of shows.
1: Mm. Yeah, those can get tricky. Those can annoyingly get tricky because it's so much easier to download. Yeah. So wow, all of your search terms are technical problems this week.
0: Yeah, all my search terms are technical problems this week. As a matter of fact, it's a
1: fun Normally, that's me.
0: I haven't been having a lot of fun on the internet recently.
1: No, you've been doing a lot with computers, but none of it's been fun. What's in, and the, the, in...
0: the well, no, that's not true. I have been having fun on on the internet recently, but like there 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 comes a point where I can't just you know. Read you finishing him off on me, or summer is for super soakers, or think I could fit you, or how long do you, do, can I do this in your face before your cock starts to drip? Like <laughs> I can only read you so many of those before eventually you go Noel.
1: <laughs> I mean, we did watch Bound together, so you know.
0: Jesus Christ, I had no idea.
1: I didn't either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a treat!
1: Uh, what an absolute delight that was. What What the fuck does Found .dot zero 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 mean?
0: Okay, yeah, found.000, apparently that is a type of file that Windows will create on your hard drive. Oh? When it finds files that it doesn't know what to do with and has recovered them.
1: Oh. So I had... This is like a file system thing.
0: I had a couple hundred gigabytes of found.000. Yikes. Where it's just files that Windows found at some point. Yeah, yeah. And recovered and saved. I have no idea what it was. I don't know the last time I had a Windows machine hooked up to this hard drive. Hmm. So I just deleted those and said, um, let go and let God.
1: <laughs> yeah, understandable.
0: So yeah, found .000. Who knows?
1: Uh, NTFS is not a good file system.
0: And yet we're back there. Anyway, tell me why you Googled... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> You know what we're we're, we're gonna say? Long peacoat. Tell me about your long peacoat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so people who who uh, who uh, listen to the show for, for for a bit now may remember that last last winter I was um, considering dabbling in the world of getting of ordering uh, made to measure outerwear in a particular color in a particular style. And then I forgot about it. And then I just didn't think about it all summer. And then winter showed up, and I'm like, shit, I need a I need a solid winter coat. Yeah. You know? And I realized two things. One, once again, I looked at the um, the various options on Etsy from people who are claiming to make things to measure, and I'm looking at their size charts, and I'm like, once again, I, I realized perhaps more strongly this time than last that um, both my height and weight uh, exceed their expected um, size chart dimensions for what they're willing to deal with. hmm Which is, you know... I'm tall, I'm fat, I know this. It's, it's a struggle I deal with on a regular basis whenever I buy clothes. Sure.
0: known problem, won't fix.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the other problem that I realized I was going to have, though, is that um, even if they did um, deal with people of my height, or girth, it, it wouldn't get here soon enough. I, I knew that winter was going to come more quickly than a custom peacoat would. So I decided just fucking order one from a store that just sells them normal way. So, you know. It's not green, it is black, but it is very long, and I'm extremely happy with it. So, uh yeah, I finally bought a fucking peacoat. Hallelujah. It's um it's from uh what are they called? I bought my bed sheets from there too. It's one of those fucking, you know, direct to consumer mostly advertise Quint, that's the one. They mostly advertise on Instagram. I only know about them because last year I was um or earlier this year actually i was um
0: is that q u i n c e
1: yes, I was looking for good linen bed sheets because i I don't like sleeping on unnatural fibers. It's just not as comfortable to me sure, and I was doing some looking and i th- I think we talked about this on the show, I can't remember, but they kept coming up in i don't think the wire cutter them, the wire, wire cutter themselves had it, but you know every 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 lifestyle magazine wants to be the wire cutter now, and so they do buying guides online, and they kept showing up in these guides from places like The New Yorker and um, other such pretentious magazines. Um, Sure. I figure, well, if they're all recommended by these guys, despite not actually costing that much as compared to what you definitely can spend on linen bedsheets otherwise, they gotta be pretty good. So I got their bedsheets, and they're really fucking lovely. I adore them. So I'm like, okay, I'll try their fucking peacoat. And See, we a... have we
0: have a problem where mm-hmm. we we bought new bed sheets from Brooklinen fairly recently.
1: Oh, I don't like the Brooklyn ones; they're, they're, they they feel too spendy.
0: Well, let me tell you, they've developed holes already, like, like worn through. Like you can see where the fabric has gotten super thin, and in some places, it's just developed holes. And it's been less than six months.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so I bought these bed sheets in I think June. Or July. Okay. It was right after I moved. And like, you know, I've washed them on the rag. I've slept in them. I've I've done other activities in bed with them on. And uh Sure. They've been holding up fine. They're still very comfortable. There are no holes in them. They're not wearing weirdly. I wouldn't say they're wearing at all aside from like, you know, I mean they I don't detect any wear. And they're like it was like 150 bucks, 160 maybe for a set, which I'm pretty sure is cheaper than what Brooklyn didn't wants for theirs. Mhm. Yeah, so yeah, Brooklyn's spendy yeah, <laughs> advertisements on the L train aren't cheap.
0: No. Um, um, so anyway, yeah. I, I have issues there.
1: All right. Well, I'll send you a link to these, and maybe you give them a try. Please do. Yeah.
0: I know Ariel was talking about replacing them,
1: but I don't know if that's
0: actually happened yet. I should find out.
1: Mm. Well, I mean, it's, it's 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 as we discussed. It is winter now, so um, I I need to order some flannel sheets actually because it's cold and flannel is warm and cozy.
0: Yeah, I don't like the feeling of flannel sheets usually. Nah, that's fair. They're Not what I want from sheets, you
1: know. Yeah, they are what I want, but I know people who are like that, and like you know, it's that's that's why they make so many different kinds.
0: Now I will, I will, I will gladly go to bed wearing a flannel shirt.
1: Oh, sh- okay. So this is interesting then. You you flannel pajamas, flannel pants. Well, oh, not those? even
0: pajamas, just like a normal flannel. Like
1: oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, Like, I'll, I'll gladly go to bed wearing jeans and a t-shirt, but I don't like flannel sheets. Explain that one to me.
1: I am not sure that I can. <laughs> I've done that quite one. a bit
0: recently, is go to bed wearing jeans. It's quite nice.
1: Interesting. I get it. I find jeans comfortable. I've slept in them plenty, usually on planes. And people have been confused about how I can sleep in jeans on planes. I'm like, I don't know. I just sleep in them. Just, like, To me, it doesn't feel like a superpower, but... um. To be fair, I normally sleep either mostly or entirely naked, so the concept of wearing any pants at all to bed feels a little strange here. Mm -hmm. But in that realm, I'm not sure it matters what the pants are.
0: Part of of my reasoning Mm -hmm. is that our apartment, the windows just bleed cold air.
1: Oh, so do mine. Yeah.
0: So if we want the bedroom to be warm, Mm -hmm. the rest of the apartment has to be boiling.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: Which is just not not doable. And so, you know, we're, we're in comfortable, warm pajamas season. Except I don't really have any comfortable, warm pajamas that I love. I have some. I don't love them. And some nights, some nights, you just want to go to bed. You don't want to think about anything. You're stoned. You're tired. You just got back from choir practice. What you want to mm-hmm. do is you want to fucking conk out. Yeah. And so I'll just fall asleep in my street clothes. And right, okay. I tell you what, increasingly, that's a vibe. That's kind of my move. Now, a lot of people have issues with, oh, but you're bringing in dirt from the outside world and you're putting it in your bed. Wash your fucking sheets then. Have,
1: yeah, really. Yeah. Like. You wash them. Just just wash them.
0: You know what? how else I'm going to get dirt from the outside world on my bed? If I sit on my couch wearing my pajamas. Yeah. Yeah or if i do anything wearing my pajamas besides just go to sleep now i'm sure there are some people who are like yes exactly you should only ever wear your pajamas when you're going to sleep and you should always sleep in your pajamas and that's how you could prevent the cross contamination getting shit in your bed i don't give a fuck i'm not that responsible i'm not that dedicated i'm not that focused
1: no and also i'm uh, if i'm if i'm sitting around at home in the evening or on the weekend I'm sitting around in my pajamas. Fuck you. Yeah. They're comfy.
0: I'm wearing comfy clothes. See, okay, here's another thing. Another thing that grinds my gears while we're here. Are you Andy Rooney now? Is that what's happening now? Something that I don't understand. Yeah. Is people who wear clothes that aren't comfortable. Now, I'm not talking about going to your jobby job and making (laughs) your fucking income. Right. I am talking about voluntarily in Mm -hmm. your In your day-to-day life,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm talking about someone is coming over and you change into presentable clothes for while that person is over. And then as soon as they have left, you change out of your presentable clothes and into your comfy clothes. Now, I understand the desire to want to be comfy. I do not have a beef with the desire to want to be comfy. What I have a beef with is... Why are you wearing presentable clothes that aren't comfortable?:
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I don't I uh we could describe there's a reason
0: my... that I buy my jeans at hot topic. It's because they're stretchy and they feel like you're wearing fucking nothing at all, except <laughs> they're tight and compressive at the same time. right. And they feel like a nice, warm hug. Yeah, yeah, and most yeah. people, when they think of jeans, they don't think of a nice warm hug, but that's because they haven't tried the good jeans. <laughs> you got to buy your good jeans at Hot Topic. What you want is you want the jeans that can hold up to a metalcore vocalist doing their thing on stage for an hour and a half. And Hot right. Topic, they have that shit. That's mm-hmm. what you want. They've got the give. They've got the, the pliability that you're looking for. You know what, raw denim? Fuck raw denim. Raw denim yeah, is for I, hipsters.
1: Okay, I, I used to be a raw denim guy. Yeah, of
0: course you did.
1: <laughs> Having said that. But here's the
0: thing. I... I t-shirt comfy jeans that's 90 yeah. percent of my day every sure. day no matter what i'm doing yeah except in the summer where i introduce t-shirt dresses
1: sure 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 no i i agree i don't like i don't i don't own any clothes that i don't find comfortable is the thing i don't then like right all of them are presentable i still dress like a straight laced dipshit you know I don't buy things that I don't enjoy wearing.
0: I mean, we we've all been in SLD sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah, who's among us? You know, I'm wearing a nice pair of jeans that are comfortable. I'm wearing like you know a T-shirt or a nice cozy sweater. You know, and that's oh sure, that's what I'm wearing all day. That's what I'm wearing if I got people over. I'm not changing into something that's less comfortable just because people are coming over. No, I, this this who
0: can be bothered?
1: It, no, fuck who that. Who
0: can be bothered? That. Uh, you know what that is? That is cishat bullshit right there. That's what that is.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is no. something
0: that you do when you come home from your busy day at your jobby job writing comedy for your network sitcom. Okay. <laughs> you come home and uh-huh. you, you, you change out of your suit and tie yeah. into something more presentable like a dress shirt with a tie. And then you wear that at your dinner party that you are throwing where you have invited your boss so that you can all perform and maybe convince your boss that, hey, maybe you deserve to be head writer, not just writer. And yes, yes, I know you're thinking that just sounds like an episode of the Dick Van Dyke show.
1: Yeah, it does. It really does.
0: And that is what I believe life used to be
1: like. Yeah, I mean, I will say the one thing I do think we should bring back from that era is like the the, the, we should just have... We should have more cocktail parties as as a people. We should.
0: We should have more parties where the entertainment for the evening is everybody comes with a performance that they are ready to do.
1: I don't know if I go that far.
0: I mean that that's what these variety show episodes of the Dick Van Dyke Show were. Like well, yes. It's- It's, 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 it's them inviting over the other writers from the show and their boss and everybody sings a song. Everybody has their song or their dance number or their story that they tell. And that's what they do because everybody knows that in order to have a party, you have to contribute. And I think that's important. I think that's lost in a lot of culture right now. I think a lot of people think that they can come to a party and they can get stoned out of their mind and they can watch TV and they can not contribute anything. No, 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 no. You've got to contribute. You've got to be an active participant. Everybody brings something to the table. It works for potlucks. It works for parties.
1: I, I mean, I do disagree in that I, I do think a party can just be everybody getting high and sitting around watching the television.
0: Of course um, you disagree because I'm fucking unhinged. No, I know. Have do I need to ask you about something again? Is that where we are in this show? You were telling me about your peacoat.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I got a peacoat. It's long. It's below my knees. It's fucking fantastic. Like I said earlier on the social medias, um, a friend of mine described it as dramatic, and that is exactly what it is. Um, it's have I warm. seen this coat yet? I don't think you have, not in person.
0: Okay, I'm I'm looking forward to it then.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's been a hit. I like it a lot. It's good. I'm but, very happy. But you have
0: you have already debuted. It. it it it's had its whole like it's 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 been presented to the world.
1: Yeah, it's already been on the 2 bus. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh And once yeah. it's been
0: on the 2 bus, well then you can't sit on your couch again.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. I I got to take off my shoes, coat, pants, hands and everything else. And change it to new ones before. Uh, See, before I start here's the couch. thing that
0: you need to understand. You have to assume that everything that's on that bus has been jacked off on.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's like a coffee machine in a German hotel. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where's that fucking
1: bell? <laughs> that one? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me about rebooting your Apple TV remote. How do you do that? And why do you need to? And what? The, why do we live in hell?
0: So there's a two button combination that you can press. It's like, um,
1: it's like the it's menu button and volume
0: up or something like that. I don't uh, remember what the incantation is. I'll just Google it again if I ever need it again. Right. But what happened is I have a Sonos soundbar attached to my TV and my <laughs> Apple TV remote always successfully manages the volume on that Sonos soundbar until sure. it doesn't. And then when it doesn't, it's really frustrating. And I was like, oh, I probably just need to reboot the soundbar. So I rebooted the soundbar, and that did not right. work. And
1: mm-hmm. then I started
0: diving through menus on the Apple TV.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And that didn't really get me anywhere. So I was like, well, I wonder if the remote isn't sending out the IR signal anymore. Hmm. And I wonder if I can reboot the remote to get it to send a new IR signal. And that oh, worked. Wow. That fucking worked. And all of a sudden, my Apple TV remote controls my Sonos soundbar again. And I've had to do that twice in the past month, which is really not a great sign for this remote.
1: No. No, it isn't.
0: Because when you think of remote controls, you think that, you know, sending an IR signal is basically what? Bare minimum?
1: Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And this does not consistently do that, which is wonderful. And I definitely love it, and I don't hate it at all.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Yep.
0: So go ahead and tell me about Home Assistant fade over an hour. I'm assuming that you're just trying to make it so that your lights will fade on over an hour when the sun sets. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. How'd that go?
1: Pretty well, actually. So I found, I found two things I've, that helped me out here. Hmm?
0: I've never used Home Assistant. I've been adjacent to Home Assistant a lot, but I've never actually right. used it. I don't know how hard it is to do things in home assistant. Is this is this is this a solution where you have to write code?
1: You do sometimes have to write some YAML, but not often. And sometimes somebody wrote the YAML for you, and you just paste it in.
0: Hold up! Give me a second. I'm adding a new search string into the uh, to the spreadsheet. <laughs> YAML. Um. Okay, you can ask me in a few seconds what I learned.
1: Sure, sure. I will be sure to do that. So yeah, um, I found a couple things. One of the things I found is a helper script that you can call at any time instead of calling a light directly, and it can fade a given light into the state you want it to be over the course of however long you want it to do that, which is really handy, um, and it works well, and I have no complaints there. The other thing I found is an entire AS like service you can add called Adaptive Lighting. And what this does is really quite nice, actually. It can adjust the brightness of a given light or set of lights, and also the color temperature, if your bulbs support it, throughout the day based on the position of the sun. And it also, the, the really neat thing for this is, it sort of hooks itself in in such a way that you just have to turn the light on, and as soon as it notices that the light has been turned on from any source, from any command, it'll be like, oh, that light's on. We gotta adjust the, temperature, the, um, the brightness or the color temperature of it based on the time of day. And it does, and you don't have to think about it. Hmm, that works, is good. It works really well. Um, The only lights I have that actually have adjustable color temperature are in the bedroom, in the little, in the ceiling fixture that I almost never use. But, like, you know, it works. It works fine. I have no complaints. It um.
0: It's one of those things where you get satisfaction out of seeing it work almost as much as having the actual and the result.
1: Oh, entirely. I, like... I noticed the lights start getting brighter. I have it set to to start going about, like, eh, probably about an hour before, yeah, about an hour before sunset. That's where this all started. Yeah. And, you know, I'm actually doing it in the reverse of what the people who wrote it intend, because their intention is that it gets brighter during the day and less dark at night. Hmm. Which I'm sure works fine if you don't live in a northern latitude, um, but I do. I'm sorry,
0: I'm sorry. Can I ask you to take that again? It, it gets brighter during the day and less dark at night. That means brighter both times. Oh,
1: brighter during the day and less and less bright at night. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that, I just yeah.
0: wanted to make sure that I knew yeah. what was happening here.
1: Yeah. So I'm actually running it in reverse because I wanted to get brighter at night when it's dark out and I'm feeling sad. Sure. Yeah. And then it also has like a sleep mode function, which which um, you can set an entirely different set of settings for, which I have set up to be like just sort of. Not really sleep, but uh, dimmer, a little softer, because, you know, maybe I'm winding down at the end of the day and I don't need the lights on fucking maximum brightness when I'm just lying on the couch contemplating how early I want to go to bed, you know.
0: Can I, with Home Assistant, can I program a button that I can press on my phone that will cause all of my lights to go bright red and strobe? while sending an alarm sound to the Sono system that <laughs> plays an audio file that says self-destruct sequence initiated. You know, is that a thing that I can do in Home Assistant?
1: It feels dangerous to answer this question, but yes, yes it is.
0: I might need to get to use in Home Assistant.
1: So the other thing that I set up yesterday, which seems to work pretty well thus far, except for some weird foibles with the YouTube app that I worked out, if it's after sunset and I start playing something on, the, on my Apple TV... My lights automatically dim now.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: Yeah. And then when I pause it, they come on a little bit so I can see where I'm going and I'm walking to the bathroom. And then when I unpause it, it goes back to being almost black. And then when I turn the Apple TV off, it turns the lights back on to where they were before.
0: What I need to do, and I know this isn't really related to what you're talking about, but it's where my brain is. So I'm just going to keep going with it because improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, every Sunday at my place, I host a thing called Film Noel, where I invite uh-huh. people over and we watch two movies that I have programmed that generally relate to each other in some way. Now, I have had a problem with Film Noel recently. hmm And that problem is that everybody thinks that they're in a fucking episode of MST3 fucking K. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot present a movie in good faith anymore at Film Noel.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, are you anti-Riff? Are you anti-riffing?
0: No, no, no. Here's the thing. I love a riff. I I think riffs are good. I think riffs are great. But there are certain types of movies that you want to show where you just want to say to everyone, hey, for this specific movie, maybe shut the fuck up and take it where it is.
1: Okay, all right. Because
0: this movie demands a little bit more introspection and thought and careful contemplation rather than going, ha, 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 look at that dumb thing that just happened, right? Like, there are some movies that just demand that. Sure. And, 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 like, this past week, we watched Rear Window. Ooh. Now, Rear Window, for people who don't know it, is Hitchcock. It is a Hitchcock yep. bottle episode that entirely takes place in one man's apartment as he watches all of his neighbors through his window and through their windows. hmm And through the entire movie, everybody was riffing on, oh, look at this dummy just, like, sitting here and... Peering in everybody's windows like, oh, he's, he's such a lonely weirdo. Like, who would fucking do that? And it's like, okay, first off, meet the movie where it's at. Secondly, sure. have you ever had a fucking window? Because that's what people do with windows. Right. You look out them. Uh-huh. And when other people have their windows open directly across from your window, you tend to occasionally look in them. That's it's... part of the contract of having windows and having your windows open, is you know that somebody might look in.
1: Yeah, that's just sort of, you know, living in, in, in relatively close quarters with other people, living in a city, that's just going to It's happen. called living in a goddamn society! <laughs>
0: yes, yes. And people just kept riffing on that through the entire movie. And I just, I just, no, meet the movie where it's at, okay?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I love a good riff. But the riff can't detract from the movie.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: No, I get it. And what, what I need to do is I need to record a video. I need to write <laughs> and record an introduction that plays before certain movies.
1: You need an Alamo Drafthouse pre-show.
0: Right. I just need a quick little... Hey, by the way, this movie that we're watching is a little bit more serious and a little bit more considered. So let's try and meet it on those grounds. This is probably not a good one to be super stoned out of your mind for. This is probably not one where you want to be looking at your phone or at a knitting pattern and missing details that show up on the screen. Because then you're going to be asking about those details in half an hour and everybody's going to have to answer your questions for you. And really, that's on you. So let's try and treat this like a theater. And watch the movie on its terms. So that That's what does, I need. I,
1: does the video play before or after the Nicole Kidman intro? I mean, if I'm making
0: that video, I'm also doing a parody of the Nicole Kidman intro. Like, <laughs> how could I not?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, fair.
0: We come to this place for faggots. <laughs> <laughs>